As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you going, better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version Whoa. I'm never gon' give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, hey. You're listening to the Tom Thicklin Show on WNHH LP 103.5 FM. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And you're listening to Zach Carolyn. He goes by Zach Carolyn and Zach Carter. Kind of Google him. He's on iTunes. I had a chance to meet him at Gateway Community College a few months ago and really love his work. Uh, He's out of the Wallingford area, a student, uh, a life journeyer, a creative person, uh, someone that really understands that emotions can be expressed in a variety of ways, not, not just from a... Uh, a, a standard written standpoint, but new language, new thoughts, and we're in about we're about new languages and new thoughts and new understandings, and that's why I'm I'm pleased to ha- pleased to have a uh, 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 Sabir Askari Abdul Sabar with me <laughs> and uh, his brother Ismail. I'm going to call you Ish. Also, I like Ish. Ish. <laughs> Abdul Sabar uh, Burr, rather. You guys go with this. With Abdul the, Sabor, so Sabor, yeah. uh, with me, and I know I'm not the only one to have to to be mutilating your names for forever. <laughs> and my name, I only have two 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 uh you know two syllables, Ficklin, but even that gets mutilated, so I can understand. I have no excuse, uh, gentlemen. Welcome, welcome. We we might be uh, interrupted, and I shouldn't say interrupted. Really, the blessing to have Bishop John Selders call us as well. Some of you may know about the Moral Majority, uh, moral uh, the Moral Movement, the Poor People's Campaign the uh, repairing the breach. You might have heard these terms in conjunction with Reverend William Barber and Bishop John Selders is one of the leaders here in Connecticut to kind of, to kind of work with uh, um, Reverend Barber. In terms of this repairing the breach, Moral Mondays, uh, uh, a national call for moral revival. So he may call in and, and actually if things work out, he'll call in on a regular basis and give us an update every Monday for about three or four minutes on what's going on in terms of morality in the United States and international affairs and how we can get involved and be more be more conscious and 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 proactive with our activities uh gentlemen good morning morning good, good morning. morning so so sabir and and uh, uh ishmael what, what are you guys up to same old same old same work. old same old <laughs> so the, the same so we're gonna talk about the same old same old work not not in the sense of even today but where you see your your work life your civic life things that you're interested in things that impact you i want the show to be really devoted because i'm a little older than you guys a few a few since a few few decades older and i'm really interested what what's on your mind as we in, in 2017 uh from an economic standpoint from a legal standpoint from a small business standpoint from from your visions and goals as individuals whether you guys want to get married whether you want to have children you know the whole the whole the whole the whole, the whole, whole nine yards Sabiri, uh, <laughs> kind of you want to jump off on any of those topics um well me right now um i'm working two jobs um one i'm a custodial operations manager for echo urban pioneers mm-hmm. um and the other i'm actually running my own business um called Florida productions it's a multimedia marketing and production company we do everything from making graphics to websites helping business helping businesses market themselves via social media as well as um marketing the old-fashioned way putting up flyers doing billboards and tracking that data and also giving business management advice and helping businesses develop and adapt to the modern age um no matter how outdated or up to date they be they may mm-hmm, be something mm-hmm. always changes every mm-hmm. week. and that's perfect that you mentioned that because this show is about promoting you guys 
either pr- promoting who you who you are, what you're involved with, how people can contact you. So if I've just heard what you've just said and want to enlist and use and retain you, how do I contact you in terms of you be- becoming a customer of yours or a uh, client? To become a customer, our website is www.4real.productions. And some of the folk, and so again, reiterate some of the uh, services that you provide and uh, some of the satisfaction you've derived from being involved with this with with this entrepreneurial enterprise. Because that's another theme for this show: this entrepreneurial enterprise, this uh, you know, the bootstrap kind of thing. Not not just waiting for someone to give you forty acres of mule, but but seizing your forty acres. Exactly. So, um, some of the most popular services that we provide are website creation from start to finish. And then we don't just build your website for you. We also help you manage it after or manage it for you entirely. Um, When I say websites, I mean everything from your regular website for a church to an e-commerce website to sell your stuff to what is also called an intranet site, which is a website that is designed to help manage your employees. So it's a website exclusive for your employees if you have a bigger company. We do everything else from making logos to making flyers, making business cards. If you need them printed, we'll get them printed for you and shipped to your house. Um, And we also do social media management, like I said before. So that's everything from posting on your Facebook, your Twitter, your MySpace, your Snapchat. Yes, we still use MySpace. Um, Google Plus, SoundCloud, YouTube. We basically cover it all. If you have another platform that we're not familiar with, we get familiar with it. We do the research so we can make sure that we can provide you the best service possible. Perfect. And again, for people to contact you? Contact us. It is www.4.com. R-E-A-L dot productions, or you can give us a text or a phone call at 475-209-2219. Okay, Ishmael, let's go. Can, can you top that? Give it a shot, man. <laughs> yeah, give, it a, right. give it a shot. Because you, you got topic. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I know as brothers, you got, you know, all, people, people may, may assume or not know, but you guys are brothers. And regardless of who the elder, I'm sure you've tussled a little bit when you were small. So I'm just <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, see, let's see if I can top this. Let's, top it, man. Go for it. it. I'm, I'm Ismael, I'm 21. Uh, I currently right now, well, uh, I'm working at Edge of the Woods as a security guard. Um, you know, so with that in the background, with my father being a police officer, I'll say, and when it comes to the, the politics of uh, police and law enforcement all around, I'm pretty well versed. Uh, I also run uh, the, I also assist with the, as a project manager for Echo Urban Pioneers. And say Echo Urban. Echo Urban Pioneers. Mm-hmm. Construction company. Um, on top of that, uh, I, if you know, if you can see me, you know that I stay in the gym. Probably four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I do that on my own time. Mm-hmm. Also, as a personal trainer, I think right now I'm training about five or six people. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, I'm getting married in April. Kind of all right. Congratulations, um, right, man! You. Congratulations. Um, so you know, when it comes to April of 2025, April of 2030, April of 2018, April of 2018. Well, April of 2018. So, uh, so, so continue about the, uh, the urban, you'd say urban echo, echo urban pioneers, Epi- urban echo finance. So what's that all about? Oh, echo urban pioneers is, uh, is a construction company. Um, they also, we also do custodial work, which, uh, the beer, um, runs, mm-hmm. uh, he runs the management on the custodial end. Um, I do, uh, I am all on the construction side of it. Tremendous. And so we're going to talk more about your entrepreneurial activities, some of the social and economic issues that pertain to yourselves 
and that and when I say pertain to you that that affect you, but also you've seen affect others because there's that interconnection kind of thing. And we're going to take a quick call from 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 Bishop John Selders, who's on the line. And I've asked him to kind of call in to kind of bring context to the the moral movement, the repairing the breach, the the need for us just to understand that we're in a crisis in terms of our ethics and our integrity. I think that's, that's easy to say separate and apart from who's occupying the, the, the white house, just civilization in general. But again, in terms of your local block by block, we need to kind of drill down and understand that we're humans and that we can be humans to everybody. Uh, John, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear excellent, you. Man. Good morning. Ex- ex- excellent. Bishop Selders. Glad to hear you. Glad to hear from you. So, so did you hear a little bit of my intro? Yes, I did. Okay, so so take it from there. Share with us, and again, it's really so glad to have you for our inaugural kind of conversation for th- for three or four minutes on the on what you've been involved with in terms of social justice, human justice, world justice. Sure, sure. Um, these are interesting times, um, to say the least. And I would say that in every generation, um, human beings in and I would say in modernity, mm-hmm. I've had to face this question. Um, what are we really here for? Mm-hmm. It is a kind of existential question that I think human beings um, from our very beginning uh, have had to uh, answer. And in modernity uh, or in modern times, we've had to do it within the context of the state and empire. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is the struggle we are now wrestling with and we're in. It uh, doesn't really matter who's in the White House. Uh, empire is still in operation. Mm-hmm. White supremacy still is is an active uh, tool mm-hmm. of the empire uh, to oppress and suppress um, particular um, to the, in the valuing of some and the, the less valuing of others. Indeed. And in that context, um, we have, we have uh, decided to take on uh, our um, this fight with our brand of resistance, and we call it the Moral Monday Movement. Moral we Monday Movement. We joined with um, Bishop William Barber from North Carolina and others across this country mm-hmm. in doing that. Our particular version of it has linked, uh, or is linked to the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my wife and I are, uh, are from St. Louis, so mm-hmm. when Mike Brown was killed yes. August 9th, um, 2014, it it, it re. It, uh, it, it activated us and reactivated us in a very particular way. So mm-hmm. that's that's what we are doing uh, in the context of the work here in Connecticut. We have teamed up with lots of our sister organizations all over the state, and we are we are actively saying, let's resist and let's do that not just with our, our voices but with our bodies out in the street. So, so tell us about that because people that may not be familiar with with, with the movement, uh, you have literally, as you say, put your bodies in the street, you've been arrested, et cetera. What's coming up if, if you want people to kind of join the movement, to march with you, uh, what's, in terms of Mondays and upcoming schedule before the snow flies? Give us a little, tease us a little bit in terms of what, what's coming up. <laughs> well, well we ever, we, we're ever vigilant. Um, we don't always know exactly wh- where we're going to land. I okay. can tell you there are a couple of things we're paying attention to. We're paying attention to how... Uh, Empire treats the Jason Negron incident in Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for people that are familiar, that's in terms of... A 15-year-old, 15-year-old, mm-hmm. um, he and another young man were shot, and Jason was uh, allowed to die on the street after being shot multiple times mm-hmm. in Bridgeport. 
Um, and so there is an investigation that is that is happening right now, and we're paying we're paying close attention to it. We're also paying attention to the conversation and the negotiations at our state capital Indeed. around the budget. Indeed, um, um, you but, have protested your, there. Your you've been there. You don't done, know. Mm-hmm. We got arrested uh, in June along with uh, several other faith leaders uh, who were there to say you cannot forget the people and mm-hmm. the people most affected by the policies you set, by the by the budgets you set. Indeed. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people were going to be uh, kicked off of, 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 of health care, for example, and that just wasn't right. So uh, we're paying attention. Those things are we you know we're paying attention to right now. And if folks want to kind of join the movement, be involved, support it, help publicize it, et cetera, et cetera, how should they go about that? Sure. We, 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 you can check us out on moralmondayct.org um, uh, um, on, our, on our website. Also, we're on social media. So mm-hmm. if you are um, social media uh, and on social media, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. We even have a Pinterest site. I don't know what we put on mm-hmm, Pinterest, but mm-hmm. whatever it is, we're there <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. B- Bishop, thank thank you so much. You're also, I guess before we close, I think I want to let people know that you, you kind of stay busy on Sundays, I understand. <laughs> I do stay busy on Sundays. Right, so, I so, pastor so, a church here in Hartford, mm-hmm. Connecticut, Amistad Church, Hartford. Um, we meet on at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings, meet us at the chapel of um, Hartford Seminary, 77 Sherman Street. Tremendous, tremendous. Uh, lastly, you don't want to give a shout out to Reverend Barber? Give a shout-out to Reverend Barber. That's my buddy, my friend, my colleague, uh, and our leader for this time. And we are um, graciously and and so very proud and appreciative of the support he lends us and and, and in the way that he is very so very clear um, That's right. as to the nature of the work these days. That's right. Bishop, thank you so much. We're, again, we're, I don't want to impose upon you, but again, we have that open invitation on Mondays, and I'll kind of chat with you between now and, and next Monday to see if you might be available. Because, again, wherever you are on the planet, you can call in. <laughs> All righty. Yes, righty. sir. And I appreciate very much the work that you do, Tom, and the work you and your team do to make sure we are in the know. That's right. appreciate it, brother. That's right. Bishop, thank you so much. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, so, so, gentlemen, let, 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 let's continue on the entrepreneurial, the innovative. You heard uh, uh, Bishop Selders mention a little bit about the, the ethics and morals in terms of state policy and how that affects every what, 169 towns in New Haven and definitely in, in Connecticut and definitely affects us. Um, uh, you heard him mention kind of the vacuum in terms of our ethics and morals and also in terms of their, their activity, the, the people's activity. What is what does the people's movement mean in this this day and time? But but let, let let's so what what's, what what jumps into your mind, Ishmael? I think what jumps into my mind is well, you know, pertaining to that is uh, you know the give and take that people have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think uh, you know we say that you know there's a lot a lot of things that are said. I think particularly by uh, you know our those older than us uh, mm-hmm. is that you know as the time goes on as time progresses uh you know the people's you know their morals decrease you mm, know, over mm, a period of generations mm, we're not mm. as uh, pious as 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 morally sound we don't have the uh you know foundation the moral foundation of those um you know who uh fought and died for the country those who came even before this country as, mm-hmm. you know the people we talk about for those of who are um have a religious belief you know when we talk about you know you're Christian, you talk about, you know, St. John and the saints, you talk about the prophets, if you're Muslim, you go 
talk about, you know, uh, the religious people and the icons of the Torah. Um, you know, we speak to them and talk about their moral character as it's something that's not going to come back. Mm-hmm, you, know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that no one's going to um, have that kind of moral structure so anymore. Is, so, do, we don't, we is, don't is there, so, so how do we keep hope alive in your, from your standpoint? And you're, you're 20, 21. 21 again. And so you see the elders. You see, did I hear you say as, as one gets older, you see a, a, a decrease in your, in your moral compass? Not as a person, but as, you know, as a society. As a society. As a society. As generations okay. go okay. on. I think the one way to What can we do to keep your generation kind of optimistic and infused and, and authentic and dedicated? I think the solution to that is to, you know, it's almost like, it's like a mind over matter thing. Mm. You know, don't think mm. of it as like a loss. That mm-hmm. moral structure is a lost thing. Mm-hmm. Try to emulate it. Try to mm-hmm. you know try to copy it. Mm-hmm. Try to make better upon it. You know don't don't look at it as it's you know it's not coming back. Try to bring it back yourself. You know and that just comes with just little things day by day. Just bettering yourself. Good, good. So Sabir, can I get you to argue with him or can I or do you want to say ditto? <laughs> ditto. No, no, no. no a little closer to the mic. A little closer. To the mic. Uh, you know I, I agree with that. I mean, I mean at the same time it's it, you do have maybe one or two. Every now and then, that, that that sort of match that moral foundation, but mm-hmm. um, it's a challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's way we got way more stuff going on now than we did back in the day. I mean, mm-hmm. before, like if you wanted to contact somebody from long distance, it was a messenger pigeon, a letter, mm-hmm. um, dial-up telephone. Now everybody's texting. Um, everybody's. So does that add to the confusion or does this add, does it add, it add to, the, to the efficiency? It adds to the confusion and it could be efficient. I mm-hmm. mean, because a lot of a, a lot of these new technologies and inventions and systems are often not just created, oh, we're, we're going to create this because it's going to make us more pious. Mm-hmm. That, that That is not how they design text message systems, okay. Facebook Messenger. They're like, okay, we just want to talk to each other. And then if people want to use it for the moral good, they use it for the moral good. If they want to use it for the opposite, they use it for the opposite. Um, it it is right. definitely is it, it's definitely is more challenging. Okay. So um, let, 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 let's shift into the secular because we were talking just before we came online about the – because there are morals and ethics involved with, with New Haven, with, with law enforcement. Right. Would you, would you say? Oh, yes. So, so give me some examples of where even locally somebody might think – either jaywalking or zoning or getting a traffic ticket or getting your license renewed or getting your registration renewed. All those things also pertain to have a, have a moral and ethical implication. Right. Right. So there's, well, there's two pieces to it. It's moral. And, uh, that's so, sort of both moral and ethics mm-hmm. is one component. And the other component is education. Indeed. Both on the part of the police officer and the education on the part of the citizen. So what is there more a need for? Well, right now, the first, first and foremost is education of the law, and as the law mm-hmm. changes, I mm-hmm. mean, you have we roll out, we roll out and amend laws on a regular basis. I mean, what is um West Haven just added a or, a bicycle ordinance mm-hmm. um regarding um reckless driving of a bicycle where they can impound your bicycle now. Um, they can re- impound it. They, they can mm-hmm. impound your bicycle for reckless driving of a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Um, New mm-hmm. Haven in the state, they have, we have Connecticut state law that says bicycles can ride in any any lane they want to in the middle of the lane, mm-hmm. not on the right side of the lane or the left side of the lane. And the car has to wait. But both the people that are riding the bikes, the people that are driving the cars, and even a lot of the cops that are out here do not know that that law exists or mm. just forget mm. about it. Mm. Um, you got 
Yaley's crossing the street all up and down Elm Street every single morning to go to class. So are you saying they're crossing illegally? Oh, yeah, jaywalking, jaywalking. It's, 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 it's literally a ritual every morning. I thought morning. they were made of rubber. I thought they thought they were made of rubber, so they <laughs> if they got hit, they could bounce off. That, that's what I was told. I'm wrong. I, I'm not sure if I should test test that theory. But yeah, but it's, it, but and it's also and it's also the discretion of and after education. Once you know, it's also the discretion of. I know this law exists. Mm-hmm. Do I want to just be haphazard? And, and as a police officer, do I know this law exists? And now that I know this law exists, do I want to enforce it? Do I want to let mm. let this slide and turn so the there's cheek? A di- sometimes there's a, di- a discretionary exactly. application, if you will. Right. Like 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 for example, um, in New Haven, um, we have an ordinance for um not riding bicycles on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And um, me as a cyclist, I traditionally. I minimize it. If if I got to ride on the sidewalk, I'm I'm riding like maybe two feet to the parking space um, after I hop on the curb. Um, but I've seen officers tell me, okay, you can't ride your bike on the sidewalk. And I'm like, I'm just parking. And they're like, yeah, but you can't ride your bike on the sidewalk. I'm like, okay, I understand. Mm. And in the same breath, I'll be with somebody who's a female that's riding a bicycle and they'll tell the female, oh, we, you shouldn't ride in the street. The street is dangerous. Ride on the sidewalk. And I'm like, eh, the law doesn't change because you're a female. So, 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 so say, say, say that again because I want for this show, for people to hear, hear from your mouths, from Ishmael's mouth and, and, and Sabir's mouth, that whether you're old, young, even just coming out of the, if you're being born at the Yona Haven Hospital right now, the, this, this application of laws, uh, this uh, uh, way this, this, the systems kind of operate, or is, whether you want to call it fair or not, you can debate that, but there does seem to be some, some, some different, different application from, given some circumstances. Right, right, right. So, female, you're saying whether it's a white female or a black female, will be treated in your mind, or you've seen the evidence of different than, than yourself. Mm-hmm. And and that 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 that's key. That's that's key. Who's who's in charge of making those of of implementing that that uh, arbitrary uh, those arbitrary decisions? You mean who's in charge of making the decision at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it comes down to the officer. I mean. Mm-hmm. You, we can we can go top down all we want to and say okay you need to make sure you're enforcing the laws but at the end of the day if, if the person who has to, who has to enforce it themselves at the end of the day makes their decision listen I'm just going to turn the other cheek listen I'm going to enforce this law that's their decision and ultimately we can't stop that I mean we 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 see that going around the entire country right now with um everything from police brutality and traffic stops all the way down mm-hmm. to people just simply jaywalking. Mm-hmm. Everybody, mm-hmm. it all comes down mm-hmm. to the discretion of the officer mm-hmm. as an individual. And that comes back to your education part. Exactly. Uh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Ishmael, kind of, kind of jumping here. Do you, do you, can I get you to argue? Because I mean, come on now. Oh, you can get me to, you can get me to Anytime. argue on this one. Uh, you know. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I'll start off with the, um, with the point you made about the, about the officer and the, and the female letting her on the sidewalk. I, we have come now to realize that. Just because something's legal or illegal doesn't make it right or wrong. Mm. Um, you know, if the officer was raised to exercise a judgment to, you know, show a little bit more compassion and a little bit, uh, you know, and a little bit more of a safety concern for a female, mm-hmm. you know, some people would applaud him for that. Some people will argue and say, you know, oh, the law shouldn't be different, you know, for uh, uh, for females, for males, or for whatever it is. But you know. At the end of the day, I feel like, you know, little stuff like that's okay. You know, her riding on the sidewalk or the street, you know, it might have a very small variance in, you know, her safety rating. But at the time, the officer felt like, you know, if she was a female and he was raised to treat her in a certain, with a little bit more compassion, a little bit more, uh, more, a little bit more concern, he felt like a, the safer thing for her to do was 
was to you know ride on the on the sidewalk you know away from the traffic and everything he has the right to exercise that i think the um i think in terms of the education of police officers for, mm-hmm. of laws not on a not on a law standpoint but on a moral standpoint mm-hmm. is has to do with just how um just how the community is i think the biggest when you say how the go ahead i think continue. the biggest thing i see is that when people refer to police they refer to police as like they're like a separate species okay separate <laughs> i understand that they're mm-hmm. i understand that they're like the police they're having a hard time right now mm-hmm. um but at the end of the day police officers are people and mm-hmm. people are raised by communities they mm-hmm. take a village to raise a child mm-hmm. you know um and uh i think and the big issue that we're having is a lot of people are starting to realize is that the police officers for towns and cities are not do not live in the towns and cities oh, they're from. So you're saying if they, li- if they lived in the urban communities, you think they'd be more, more yes. sensitive? And I think the issue with that is that the urban communities are often uh, putting in their uh, youth's brain at a very young age is that, you know what? We get the police. We don't like cops. So the kids don't want to be cops. Oh, but oh. the job has to get So filled. the pipeline, the pipeline might, exactly. be, might be some of the discretionary. Exactly. Uh, again, you're listening to the Tom Ficklin show and the really kind of a rich discussion with, with Sabir and Ismail who allegedly, are you still guys going to be brothers after you leave here? I know your brother's coming in. <laughs> yeah, we'll be brothers. Uh, yeah, after you're still brothers. And it's really a pl- pleasure to have both of you and, and both of you kind of, and I don't see it to be dialectically opposed what you've just mentioned. Uh, the community actually has responsibility for raising and hiring and, and, influencing our elected officials and our those that are uh, being paid to protect and serve and those that are being paid to enact laws. So we, that community responsibility is really, really key. Let's jump to small business development because both of you mentioned when we talked earlier about the, the need for small business development. And I really liked that, that entrepreneurial kind of uh, information. Uh, so Sabir, you kind of started, kicked us off and alliterating, elaborating on some of that, but let, let's kind of expound a little bit more on the need for small business development uh, regards of what your skill set might be or your interest. Um, well, I'll start off by saying that my, uh, my business, my entrepreneurial interest Mm -hmm. is a little less, uh, tangible. You're you're coaching people to your, your body, your, 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 your physical fit, your physical fitness coach. Yes. Yes. Are people people paying you? No, people are not paying me. I do that out of, uh, I do that out of my love for. Okay, um, but but they could professional development. That that could become a, a soul a soul profession if you it so could, chose. It could be if I mm-hmm. so chose, I could use it as a soul profession. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. However, the reason why I do not um charge people, um, you know, to get trained mm-hmm. one because the people I'm training are my friends. Okay. Um. You know, people that honestly really want to put the time into bettering themselves, mm-hmm. both physically and mentally. Um. As a person that I can say I am physically and mentally sound more than most people, I would be more than happy to help people with that. Okay. I think that I could market that into a small business sure. thing, but that would also decrease my um, my reach, you okay. know, my ability to influence people. And uh, and that's why I would say like it's a little bit less tangible. Other than that, um, like I also, I'm very fond and I uh, dibble and dabble in the stock, in the stock market. Mm-hmm. That's something that, you know, you can't turn, you, I could turn that into like a, a, a concrete thing, but it's just something that it's just a matter of education and just sure, people. Sure. And, and financial plan, there's jobs of financial planners. You were working for, you're working as a stockbroker. That those kind of things that we, we haven't really, uh, we're, 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 you know, black people in particular, Brown as well. Uh, we're sparse in terms of some, in some of those really, uh, high end, if you, if you can use that term, 
uh, positions where you're getting money, money kind of walks. Yeah. Yeah. Sabir? Um, well, for me, like I said, I do um, multimedia um, marketing and development. Um, and, and there's a lot of aspects to that that I'm discovering this year. I mean, I've been doing it. I've been doing video development and graphic design for about seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, on the side and then i decided in january i said let's make this into a business let's bring some more people on let's create a team um a to a to bring on more clientele and b to start educating more people and bringing more people who love doing this too on board so we could work together um one of the biggest pieces that i learned doing it on the side as an independent contractor by myself was um if i go hey my name is severe abuser you know i do i do i do videos on the side um if you need videos just just come check me out Tell them like that, they'll go, um, how much do you charge per hour? You say fifteen. They go, uh, eh, that's that's expensive. Let's go twelve. Um, then I and then now I go to people, I'm like, Yeah, you know, I work for this uh multimedia design company, you know, we make websites. And they say, How much your websites cost? We go three they start at three hundred and they go, Give me your number, I'm gonna contact you, mm-hmm. you wanna have the money. They mm-hmm. don't try to reduce the price. Mm-hmm. So when I realized that I was like, Dag, so I should I let's take maybe four or five more designers mm-hmm. and let's get together and let's just start this company. Let's move forward. Yes. yes. So that, yes. So that we can actually make, um, a, a, a living wage and B the wage that we deserve. Because if Indeed. people don't realize if you Indeed. go, if you go on indeed.com now, they actually have a function where you can take the reported wages in a particular field localize it to a state Mm -hmm. and um figure out what the average wage is for that job so for graphic designers graphic designers and web designers are averaging out anywhere between 25 dollars an hour to 40 dollars an hour so i'm just like okay so now this year somebody asked me they said listen i know you i know you have your company um what's your rate i was told him shut up i'm like i've been doing this for seven years you Mm -hmm. have to you have to pay me 35 dollars an hour if you want me to do this on Mm -hmm. hourly Mm mm-hmm it was like, okay, build this guy. He'll pay you tomorrow. I'm like, oh, okay. So mm-hmm. making sure you're not teaching people to not sell themselves short is one big, one really, really big aspect that I That's learned. That's right. That's right. Um, coming into this. Um, another big piece is dealing with the social dynamics okay. of um, being younger. Um, and everybody that I work with in my company is actually younger than I am. I'm 23. <laughs> All right. Our youngest person is 16. She uh-huh. just brought, brought on this summer. Yes. And talk uh, about that. That's the reason I wanted the shows for, for us old heads to kind of see that there's a development, there's a there's a collective, there's a consciousness, there's an organization taking place separate from our, our mainline institutions such as the NAACP or the Urban League or even the Black Panthers for, for that matter in terms of referencing a, a historical kind of organization. But but your your generation, we've heard these terms millennial and otherwise, but but your generation and you mentioned uh, Ishmael extending your influence. So t- talk a little bit a little bit more about that. That's what I was curious about in chatting with you guys on the air, uh, how folks are organizing themselves and, and creating their own rules and their paradigms and their own ethics be, between one another and their own morals between one another and all their, and their own rules of how you're going to interact with one another and respect one another. Right. So, yeah, so we have, so, so our youngest, the youngest person on our team is, is, is 16. Um, I'm the oldest person on our team. Um, we got people in New Haven, people that operate mobily from West Haven, people that operate mobily from East Haven. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, and, and one, and we actually got one person out in Bridgeport that, that's starting with us and we all, and we all work together. A job comes in. Okay. Who wants to work it? Who has the time sending your availability? Let's make this happen. Good. Um, good. and it's every, and, and, and then the other big piece is on top of educating about self self worth mm-hmm. and making sure you're not selling yourself short. It mm-hmm. is people get brought on, not based upon the skill set they already have before they walk in based upon what their passion is and what they want mm, to learn. So mm, if you come in mm, and say, all mm. I did before was draw on the corner of my homework for like the last eight years of school. 
cool. Do you want to learn how to do digital design? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. As long as you're willing to sit down with me or sit down with a designer and learn the skill, we'll give you access to the technology. We will teach you how to do this so that you can so that you can further pursue what your passion is. Because for the longest time, um, people keep saying, "Oh, you know, um, art is not art is not a real job." Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm, funny because mm-hmm. it'll be stuff like you'll you'll see you'll see yeah, people the do artist kind of paradigm do newsreels saying art the top jobs that are not real jobs is one is to be artist. And I'm uh-huh. like, okay. If art is not a real job and you're running a newsreel, all the graphics used to make this right. newsreel right. <laughs> were done right. by artists. That's right. <laughs> so, um, is, Ismail, jump in because my mind comes to when you, you referenced maybe five or so min- minutes ago, expanding and extending your influence, which I think kind of connects also to whether you may have people working with you from a business standpoint, your team, but also your customer base, your community base, your supporter base, your advocate base. So when you say extending your influence, kind of expand expand on that for a little bit. Well, I mean, expanding my influence in bird. And how it pertains to, uh, you know, with Sabir's mm-hmm. uh, business, it's just that, you know, uh, you got to, everybody has a connotation. When you say any word um, in, the, in your lexicon, in your, mm-hmm. in your dictionary, in your brain, um, you know, it's has a certain connotation to it. For everybody, for certain societies and certain communities, it could be, have, it could be the same, it could be different, it could be same different for individuals. What I tend to do is I tend to try my best to, you know, make sure that those connotations are positive. So give me um, an example. So for an example, when uh people the what is it, ten ten is the minimum wage for um Connecticut. For Connecticut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if he wanted to, you know, have a uh if he wanted to get a uh a client mm-hmm. uh, for maybe something small or he wanted to hire somebody mm-hmm. and you know, someone says uh you could do, you know, the graphic design, website design or whatever it is, and you say, you know, twelve dollars an hour, you know, people people jump. Oh my God! You know, twelve thousand hours, two dollars above minimum wage. Like that's crazy. I want that, but isn't what the livable wage in Connecticut is? What like sixteen? So, like, so, it's like sixteen thousand so, so, hours. So, so these economic things are really important to you at, at your at this stage in your life. I think that how, it's how more, people are valued, priced. I think it's more important right now than it is it has been ever because cut it out, okay? Because the because the Inequity living kind of the thing, living mm-hmm. the cost of living mm-hmm. right now is at a is is at a complete influx and it's completely disproportionate mm-hmm. to how much people are getting paid mm-hmm. and for people of around our age the mm-hmm. prime time is that moment where we have the big decision to where we make that kind of decision whether to go to college mm-hmm. to move out um to move out or to try to basically become more and more independent yeah and that's uh, very very tough. Say, say, say that again because as i talk to young folks your age i, I hear that a lot that 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 those pressures about sort of survival Exactly. versus thrival versus your skill set and then how the economic and and also the state of connecticut ended up being kind of an old school kind of kind of place so yeah so, so when you so it's more it's more important now more than ever between that age either you know um after college and college whether you're moving out mm-hmm. when, you, when you're trying to become more independent especially at this young age to determine not just to determine what you want to do but like to know how much you want to value yourself because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that you yes, make yes. that big say, choice. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> to know when to value yourself because you yeah. make that big choice. You know that choice will determine the easement or the hardships for could be the next five to ten years. If you decide to, you know, if you don't feel like you're valued and mm-hmm. you only settle for a, mm-hmm. um, you know, a minimum wage job, yes. and the cost of living in New Haven's already so high, and so you're, if you're sick and tired with, of being home, and yeah. you go and you move out into an apartment. Only working forty hours a week, slaving away fifty hours a week, you're going to be living 
on a very tight budget for mm -hmm, the next five mm -hmm, years, you know, mm -hmm. um, maybe more depending on what you're basically how you value yourself, whether you want to um, do something, whether you want to do something as great as Sabir's doing and want to go out and create your small business. But a lot of people I know that live here don't want to do that. They're like, you know, they'll go to work, complain while they're at work that they don't like work, <laughs> knowing they have to go to work the next day <laughs> doing the same thing over and over again. And that cycle is just number one. It's a vicious cycle that, you know, it's not good for your mm -hmm, mind. Mm -hmm. Um no. Uh, you, you, so if you guys like run seminars or symposiums, I can see you. Like, <laughs> like, and, you know, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. When I'm I was not, in, I'm serious. When I was in college, when I was in college, I did a lot of research about um I did a lot of research on my own time. I read books, I listened to videos, I talked to people, um, you know, people that um and I remember I went to this conference once. It was this, it was these it was these uh there were these Indian brothers mm -hmm. and they were all they were I forget the name of the company, but they this this kid graduated from the same college I did at twenty four years old. Said so he made like two hundred and fifty six thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was another dude that was like thirty four. He said he brought in like seven fifty plus. There were like guys there that are millionaires and everything. And they basically said the same stuff that I'm kind of alluding to now. See? Good. And when I went back to and I went back to school after that weekend, I sat down at the lunch table and I talked to these um, boys about it at the lunch table. And by the time I finished having that conversation, I think it was like a two hour conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm at the head of the table. It's having like eight people at the table. The dudes sitting around, leaning in. The people standing up, leaning over. Like everybody's listening to me. It was basically like a little seminar. So, so there's a hunger. So there's, 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 there's a, there's a hunger, hunger for this here. kind of information, for this kind of energy. But the issue that we have is that you know not everybody has access to that, and those who do indeed. are using it for themselves and not sharing indeed. it. Indeed, and that's why I wanted to have you on this show, and we're going to ha have you back. And I want to have more young people, and I want you to think about who else I should have a chance to chat to because we will widely disseminate this particular audio file and visual file, we're kind of winding up. And again, this is the Tom Ficklin show and I have Ishmael and, and Sabir with us. Uh, sh sh and I want to give you guys the last word. Elaborate on passion, your, your particular passion these days and how that kind of translates in, into your activities. Well, um, me, it, it, it's, it's more of uh, sharing opportunity with people. Mm -hmm. um, everything I do, I try to share the opportunity, everything from, uh, my my custodial work all the way going all the way down to um doing my my own web design work. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure people have access to this uh, kind of stuff because I'm at the end of the day, um, outsourcing all of our jobs and outsourcing all of our services to even not not even just come not even just talking about outside the country. I'm talking about even outside our outside of our own city. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. Doing business outside the city is not going to bring stuff into the city. I mean, okay, it's you. You have stuff like. Uh, what do you call it? A uh, Buffalo Wild Wings shutting down. Mm -hmm. Now you got Rendezvous closing. You got Sassy's closing. A Beats is down. You're about to have like a whole section of downtown with no businesses existing so at all. Just empty store storefronts. New in New Haven, we need to start a making sure that we are creating resources to educate um young people, people of all ages that live in the city to create their own businesses their own if, business if they or, wanted mm -hmm, to. Mm -hmm. And not just create it, but help sustain Sustain it. and develop. Yeah, and, help, mm -hmm. and, and help stand behind mm -hmm. New Haven business owners every step of the way. Help right. encourage people to support small businesses because chains are good, but you know. Indeed. We, Indeed. we, we, we Indeed. still have to support our small businesses to make sure that our residents are still benefiting really from key. everything really key. that these businesses have to offer. Really key. Passion? Passion. My passion is to, uh, uh, is, is like I, like I said, alluded to before, my passion is more intangible. It's about, you know, just the, uh, my passion is to know, to, to know, to become more efficient and to, you know, the betterment of myself mm -hmm. and everybody else. 
that ranges from you know how do people know how would they know that i that that you possess these qualities or the or have or possess this ideology that's one of those it's just like one of those things that like you can't necessarily market that in a thing you just i'm just i guess i say i market that myself like if you know me if you've been around what about your me, behavior would i if i observed you for the day what would i see that would would illustrate that behavior well <laughs> if you could spend most of your time with your eyes open because you'll be crying from laughter you mm-hmm. know, if you spend time i say a lot of jokes puns mm-hmm. you know i also I, I know a little bit of, a little bit of everything i have to say you know mm-hmm. You'll find I know some very random facts that mm-hmm. at the same time as I'm silly, I'm also can be poised and serious. As we wind down, share what a random fact with me. Uh, with, share with a us. random fact. What's a nice little random fact that I'm allowed to say? Up you, there? you can say anything. <laughs> Harry, Harry will beep. Harry will will, will, will he'll, he'll beep um, you with. Uh, okay, I'll give you. I'll show you. I'll tell you a random fact for the. Uh, and this is a one actually would pertain for the young people. For the past ten years, I actually just looked at this. For the past ten years, um, the top. Uh, we would all assume that in the urban community, we constantly blast Waterbury, New Haven, and Bridgeport mm-hmm. for being like the like the worst urban city right. in Connecticut for like everything. And then somebody posted once on Facebook that like New Haven had the highest the highest STD rate mm-hmm. in Connecticut. Sexually transmitted disease. Yep, mm-hmm. sexually transmitted diseases. And, and I looked at it, and my mom told me, and I was like, that doesn't seem right. And so I went up there and looked at the CDC facts, and it turned out that like Hartford. Um, actually beat beat us for that well that's not a good thing but you yes, know they yes, beat us yes, for that yes. thing like 10 years in a row <laughs> mm-hmm. um like including now and and then it's i think it then it's 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 hartford it was hartford like bloomfield mm-hmm. then new haven see then 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 waterbury then bridgeport see and and that's key and unfortunately i got to cut you guys off but your but your last word was exactly what this show was was designed in my mind to do how can we remain healthy from an economic standpoint from a spiritual standpoint from a behavior standpoint from a community standpoint and things like how do you relate to people be it uh, sexual intercourse or guess verbal intercourse that that's very very important be healthy about that uh be, be concerned and, and ethical so gentlemen so Siberio, i'm gonna give you with like 30 seconds you want to want to throw something in before we kind of conclude um yeah you know Find us on Facebook, first and last names. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Sabir and Ismail Abdu Sabor, uh, Forward Productions, Mass Maniacs, you know. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I would say, you know, for one thing I want to say real quick to anybody listening is that, you know, as part of my thing where I like to self, you know, betterment and better mm-hmm. people, if you want to do something and you want to strive for something, don't make a date on it. You know, do it now. Excellent. Excellent. Seize, seize the moment. Gentlemen, thank you. Seize, seize the time. Uh, you know, the, the revolution is every day. The earth goes around, the sun, et cetera. We got to kind of keep in motion as well. Harry, thank you for your help as always. And again, this is the Tom Ficklin Show, and we'll chat with you guys next Monday. And Sabir and Ishmael, really deeply appreciate your, your kind of sharing with me. And again, you have you made the commitment publicly that you're going to come back. As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen. I'm never quitting on my mission. I'm going to roll with what I'm giving. Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions. Looking at devoiding myself and feeling what's missing. Better watch the way you're going. Better go in the right direction. In the moment, you're stressing, but you're going to be counting blessings. And I know that for certain. Keep on working, open curtains. Hate is swerving because they ain't ready for your final version. Whoa. I'm never going to give up, give up. Fall down, I just got to get up, get up. Because hey. this is my road. Last camera action, I'm ready to go I'm never gonna give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, yeah